0: Hi, welcome to Revolving Door. I am your host and this is my review. This week I have a fun movie. It's called The Age of Shadows. It is a Korean action thriller. It, is, it was released in 2016 and it has a staggering runtime of two hours and twenty minutes. It is pretty long, but don't get intimidated, because it's definitely not as long as the director's cut of any of the Lord of the Rings movies. And not as long as the Blade Runner sequel feels like. You know, a little FYI, Dennis Villeneuve, which who is the director of Blade Runner 2049, is currently doing the Dune reboot. I'm pretty sure you already know this, but I do wonder how long that version will feel like. Anyway. I will admit firsthand that my interest in the age of shadows mainly lies in Gong Yu. My introduction to the magnificent status Mr. Gong Yu was on Train to Busan. And I, I could already hear some of you who would go, What do you mean you've never seen Coffee Prince? Now, I have several reasons because I was too young when it first aired, and frankly, romantic comedy isn't really my genre. I'm not saying that I will never watch Coffee Prince, but I can safely say that it won't be on my priority list. I've watched Goblin, or, if you know it by the mouthful English title, which is Guardian, The Lonely and Great God. I really like that one, it's really good. If you like fantasy dramas, you should definitely check it out on your local Netflix. And, admittedly, I don't know a lot about Korean films as a whole, but I've been enjoying them more and more as they become more accessible through streaming platforms. And that brought me back to The Age of Shadows. I was pleasantly surprised to see that I recognised some of the actress, and the fact that Gong Yo isn't even the main character. Here, in the movie, we mainly follow Song Kang-ho, who came into my attention when he played the father in Parasite. Not the rich one, the driver one. And in The Age of Shadows, Song Kang-ho plays a Korean police captain called Lee Jung-chul, who works for the currently occupying Japanese government. Now, from that, you can definitely see, you can already feel the internal conflict that this man is going through. He is Korean, but he's literally tasked with rooting out Korean insurgents by the Japanese, and many of whom even served with him before the Japanese occupied Korea in, uh, in the early 20th century. And Gong Yu's character, who is a pottery merchant, he's called Kim Woo Jin. He came into play when the leader of the Korean resistant fighter, who happened to be played by Lee Byung-hun, when he decided he they would exploit Lee's connection and vulnerabilities to fulfil his course, Which is of course to smuggle explosives from Shanghai into Seoul. From then on, this becomes Lee Jung-chul and Kim Woo-jin's parade of lies and subterfuge that neither of them really asked for. I don't know about you, I'm hooked already. There's something about characters playing each other like a violin and masterfully too. And I have to warn you that this is a dialogue-heavy movie, but it definitely have just enough action on the moments where it really mattered that it kept you on the edge of your seat. I don't want to spoil too much of the plot, but there are a lot of scenes where I actually yelled, Oh my god! And you have to know that I'm not a particularly expressive viewer, I like to dissect my movies after I finish watching it. But The Age of Shadows is definitely one that you will feel lucky to be able to pause and digest it for a second. If not, well, then I assure you that very of value is of the charts. I will definitely see this movie again. And I've casually observed that from all the movies I've seen, I seem to enjoy the ones that can balance terror, thrill, and comedy. It allows itself to be funny, but instead of being tacky, it becomes a sobering, beautiful moment. It allows us to be human, basically, where we can still laugh in times of great stress and The Age of Shadows, despite its gloomy title and the genuine stakes the characters go through, there are still a lot of scenes where the use of visual and situational comedy offset the tension, and I absolutely loved it. It is in The Little Things, but the bulk of it happened in what is probably, as of this moment, my favorite train sequence ever, and I don't know if it's become a trope, it probably should, because Murder on the Orient Express is very, very iconic, as train murders go, a train is one of the best contained narrative settings where your characters can't go anywhere and at one point they will have to confront each other. The Age of Shadows did not disappoint. By the end of the movie I wish I could speak Korean so that I'd have been able to understand the dialogue better, but I guess us plebs have to be satisfied with the subtitles, and that's okay. One other thing that I love about this movie is also the use of languages. All of the characters speak at least two languages, either Korean, Japanese, or Mandarin, and combinations thereof. Gong Yoo's character, for example, he spoke English of all three, and Lee Jung-chul, Song Kang-ho's character, literally started his police career as a translator, and now he's practically second-in-command under Japanese rule. Woo-hoo. <laughs> Don't give up on your Duolingo goals. If you're currently subscribed to video streaming platforms, I'd really suggest you to check out The Age of Shadows, or if it isn't available there, maybe Google it and find some other ways you can watch it, because it's worth it. Now, I'll leave you with two trivias. The first, Gong Yu's photos on his gravestone in Goblin, was from this movie, and the second trivia is that the actor who played Higashi, who is called... Sudamishingo. he also played Sagawa in Yakuza 0, the game. It is a small world, and Yakuza 0 is a really good game. Go play it, go watch it. Thank you for listening to Revolving Door. We'll be back with a new obsession next week.